Hey guys, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I was talking with a buddy of mine earlier today and we regularly talk about uh, Neville's, uh, well, what he calls the law and the promise. And my buddy is in other, he's in groups on Facebook that talk about Neville Goddard. So he's familiar with it. And so in our conversation today, he was bringing up some desires, uh, things he wants to change in his life and asking me for advice. And I stopped him because it's the exact same things that he was asking me in the last couple of conversations over the last few weeks. And I asked him, well, what have you, what were, have you been imagining since the last time we talked? Because we went over this. What have you done? What have you tried? And he said, I haven't really done anything. I've been too depressed. This past week, I've just been depressed and just worried about uh, finances and health and worried about friends of mine that are in dire straits. One is out of a house, one is out of a relationship, and all these awful things that he's just been dwelling on. So he didn't have time to read a, a couple of books I suggested, reading uh, The Power of Awareness and Your Faith is Your Fortune. And he didn't have time to read the books and didn't have time to even you know, go within and imagine a scene that implies each and every one of his wishes is fulfilled. Or do any of the things that we talked about or what Neville teaches. He did say he listens to my podcast, um, but listening to me share my experiences or uh, even reading Neville Goddard's lectures every day or listening to his lectures every day won't do shit for you if you aren't a doer. Neville says repeatedly, don't just be a hearer of the word. He's quoting the Bible, the New Testament. Don't be hearers of the word only, but be doers. He said, you will constantly be perpetually constructing wonderful states for yourself, but never occupying those states. Perpetual construction, deferred occupancy, he calls it. And it reminded me of my uh, early days studying Neville Goddard, how I thought quantity mattered. So I would read read at least one lecture a day and listen to two or three of Neville's lectures daily, thinking I need to you know, get every, as much in and reprogram myself. And, uh, the more I do, the better it'll be. But one day it, I realized it's not working. What's going on? Why is it nothing changing in my life? And I was doing ex exactly what Neville says not to do. I was being a hearer, but not a doer. I was listening and I could, I could recite Neville and quote him without effort and quote the Bible and talk about, well, this means this, that verse actually means this, but I was not actually doing. I was not actually intentionally moving in imagination, assuming the feeling of my wish fulfilled. So I totally get where my friend is. This point where you, know, you listen to the things that Neville says and listen to uh, teachers you know, maybe other groups are listen to, like he said, he listens to all of my podcasts. Well, that's great. I'm sharing my experiences with you. And uh, I love that he's listening. I love that you're listening. But what I say is still only coming from my own experience. But I, that's how I want the podcast to be. Only if I have an experience that I'm not talking about it. 
I'm not going to tell you, well, they said that this is possible, so yeah, then it's possible. If it's something I experience or I know, then I share that with you, and only that. Or, of course, your stories when you share them with me and allow me to share them with the listeners. But I don't want my friend to just listen to me or just to read Neville uh, Goddard's books or his lectures or any teacher and not commune with himself, his true self, and move in imagination to fulfill every desire of his. When it comes down to it, it's only self. It's not a, a teacher. It's not Neville. It's not the Feeling Twisty podcast. These things won't do anything for you if you're not moving in imagination and understanding that there is nothing outside of you. There is no power outside of you to make you do anything or to control your finances or your health. Absolutely nothing. I mean, you could buy into what the news says about the pandemic. And, and today I saw something, uh, what, what, some kind of insect, murder hornet, I think they called it. What the hell? So buy into all those fearful things and you'll continue perpetuating these things in your life, things to be afraid about. Buy into uh, the economy's tanking and give life to that and you'll continue per perpetuating, per perpetuating, <laughs> perpetuating that state of economic downfall, of lack, of poverty. I love this quote, and I read this to my friend today from Neville's lecture, The Art of Imagining. You are creating everything in your world, and no one else is doing it. They are only instruments through which you are expressing this enormous power. And this power is what the Bible calls Christ, Jesus Christ. When the Bible says, Paul in, in the New Testament says, don't you realize that Jesus Christ is within you? And then in another uh, portion, he says that Christ is the power and wisdom of God. It's not a person. It's the power and wisdom of God. And God is, I am, my awareness of being. So I imagine my buddy getting this and no longer being a hearer only, but a doer, actively taking charge of his life and no longer blaming uh, society or blaming tradition or the religion he grew up in or psychiatrists and psychologists. Nothing outside of you, well, there is nothing outside of you, but nothing that appears to be outside of you has any power over you. You are the only operant power. You are creating everything. So as long as you continue to give life to lack of being unloved, of being sick, you will continue experiencing that. So don't do what I did. Study Neville and, or other teachers. Study, study, study. Without ever actually applying what Neville teaches to your life. You could take one lecture of Neville's and have enough in it to completely alter the course of your life. It's not in the quantity. I know people, growing up, I knew people that uh, memorized the Bible. Wow. And back then that was impressive. I thought that meant they were godly. 
they must be really close to God if they memorize the whole Bible. That's the same thing. You can memorize quotes of Neville and know all of his lectures and read all of his books and own all of the stuff. You know, download and have a reservoir of Neville Goddard in your house, of his audio lectures and his uh, PDF files and his books and all of that. And you'd be just like my friends from childhood that memorized the whole Bible, knowing a bunch of stuff, but not doing anything. God is a God of experience. It's not in reading a text. It's communing with self, knowing what you want to experience and assuming the feeling that it's done. Assume the feeling of whatever that wish is fulfilled and sustain that feeling. And the state that would have produced that feeling will be objectified in your life. And we got to talking about the promise and coming to the, that point when you, like Neville says, you completely remember, remember, all memory is restored. You know who you are. And my friend asked me if that meant that everything's going to be perfect, that from then here on out, once you get to that point, you really know there is no doubt. You remember who you are. And even if it's, I mean, it's so marvelous and wonderful and such a beautiful thing, but it doesn't mean that your human experience is going to be perfect, that there aren't going to be unlovely states into which you fall. Neville talked about it in his lectures, how even after he experienced the promise and he knew, knew beyond any doubt, absolute certainty who he was, that he still fell into states. He still got sick from time to time. And people would ask him, you know, the, the story of him, he was in intense pain and ended up having his gallbladder removed. And he shared that with friends. And friends of his said, Neville, how could you, how could this happen to you? You say you know who you are and you know, all of these things that you teach, and how could you have gotten sick? But Neville says it's only a state. He fell into a state. He didn't try to hide the fact. That's what I love about Neville so much. He didn't, he didn't hide when he was sick. He was honest with the people that showed up at his lectures and his friends. He said, yeah, I fell into a state and I got sick. And he talks about it other times. There was that one where he had, uh, he had been feeling awful for a while. So his wife had gotten him to go get blood drawn, get blood tests done. And then he had follow-up tests done. And the doctor said he was an enigma because one test showed one thing, but then another test showed something else. He never exactly shared what that was, but it doesn't matter because his point was that he knows the cause of it. He knew the cause of the blood showing bad things and the cause of the blood showing everything's fine. Knowing who you really are doesn't mean there aren't going to be things in life to, with which to deal but now you know who you really are and you know that if you're in a state that you don't want to continue occupying, you know exactly what to do. You can move out of that state. You can freely move, no longer an inmate to your states, just an occupant moving from state to state, knowing that your awareness of being, my awareness of being is God. So save yourself some time and 
take my example of what I went through, all those weeks and months of being a hearer of the word, but not a doer, not applying it. The Bible says, test yourself. Don't you realize that Jesus Christ, the power and wisdom of God, is within you? All right, guys, I love you. This is Feeling Twisty.